Bible has been around, read, adjusted, and interacted with for literally ages. Greg has read it so you don't have to, and now births into the world, Better Bible. Before we begin, as you will be listening to a retelling of Bible, please note that trigger warnings are in place for racism, xenophobia, violence, sexual assault, rape, child abuse, incest, animal cruelty, and more. Welcome to A Better Bible. Okay, so this is just sex poetry, really. So strap in for sloppy, sixth-form level poetry. It opens with a woman talking about King Solomon, just saying that all ladies love him because he's well fit, that he, and indeed love in general, is better than wine. Here it is, right? The yardstick through this poem is wine. Things are measured by how much better or worse than wine they are, which personally, I think is a good yardstick. If you're going to have any standard measurement of fit, may as well be booze. Something which has stuck with us throughout all of the years by referring to people as uh, attractive or one-pint attractive, three-pint attractive, five-pint attractive, all of that stuff. But, but yeah, she thinks the king is amazing, and even though she's dark as a result of having been working in the sun, she is also kind of as fit as loads of horses or something. You see... It feels like this poem keeps jumping between the lady speaking and the man speaking. Basically, they are both great, and she's got myrrh between her breasts, and everyone is better than wine and horses. Now, she seems to be talking to other women about how great her fella is. It's leaping about the place like a gazelle, and everything is like some kind of fruit, right? Oh, right, it's springtime, which is universally known as fuckity-fuckity-fuck-fuck time. And this verse seems to be focusing on that. I mean, we have the fella feeding among the lilies. Everyone's vines are tender and the fruit is sweet to the taste. Either these people are banging or they're genuinely chilling out at a farm. So, it's a sex poem or a Just William book. Okay, so she's looking for a fella now. She looks about the city, can't find him. So maybe they courted, did a bang and he bailed afterwards? Like, treated her like a one-night stand when she wanted slightly more? At least the respect of a fucking goodbye, you know? But doesn't seem like too much to ask. So she takes to the streets, looking for this motherfucker. The watchmen are of no help whatsoever. No doubt just helping out their mate by insisting they haven't seen him. But all seems a bit of a waste, because those watchmen are all saying they haven't seen anything, and then she spies him. He is right there. So she gets him and brings him to her mother's house, takes him up to the room where she was conceived, which is getting a bit much. I will go right ahead and assume she introduced the concept of this with a big wink. Right. Now she's talking about Solomon again, surrounded by soldiers. Now is he talking about how sexy she is? is and it's okay it's getting a lot so her hair is like goats her teeth are like sheep her lips like a ribbon mouth lovely i like that he immediately ran out of similes and just went your mouth is just well that's absolutely brilliant isn't it her temple is like a pomegranate not entirely sure i follow but i guess she's a fruit and animal lady Stone neck, we're back at it. Her breasts like twin fawns of a gazelle, okay? 
is now just begging her to come over to him as she has stolen his heart. Also, right, keeps calling her his sister. Not entirely sure if that's alright, really. I'm half expecting the next verse to be her announcing that he is stuck inside some washing machine or something. He labours the point of her garden being all fresh and untouched, so I'm gonna guess she's a virgin, or at least she's letting him believe her to be a virgin. And he wants her to blow his garden, so his fragrance sprays everywhere. Well, you are a liar if you're not thinking exactly what I am thinking right now. You know that's what they're saying, yeah? I'm not just reading this with a mucky take, am I? It definitely is just saying all this. Okay, now he has come into his garden and eaten up the honeycomb. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, this is some heavy-handed smut right here. Now he thrusts his hand through the latch opening and she begins to pound for him. Her hands are dripping with myrrh. Ah, he's got his myrrh all over her. What a selfish little bitch she is. Now he's gone and she's looking for him again. It seems like every time he sees her, he bangs her, ejaculates, and then instantly bails, and she's left sad. Is this really what's going on? She's on the street again asking about him, and she gets beaten up. And she asks all the other women to look for him. She describes him with dripping lily lips and gold rod arms and ivory body. This is weird. It's just an odd poem. She's still looking for him. Apparently he has gone down to his garden, he's browsing amongst the lilies, so plain away I reckon. Oh shit, now we get a goat sheep based description of the woman again, so now he is saying there's loads of fit women but Solomon only wants this one lady as she is the best one. She goes down to the garden of nuts. I'll just leave that there. Okay, so she gets described again and her belly is like a heap of wheat, which I can only assume is a positive thing, and her nose is like a tower. What the fuck? And now they fuck some more. Is he gonna come and go again? They wish they were related and nursed together. This is a weird thing to wish, but they talk of love. They say that people should leave love till it's ready to be roused. Love is as strong as death, apparently. Then, right, we're almost done with this and it gets creepy. There's a little sister without breast because it implies she's a child. And they wonder what they should do with her. And they imply that they will wait till she has breasts before she fucks which seems like at least they decided she wasn't ready but why raise it then they use imagery of a vineyard to represent i assume virginity or something and people give their vineyards away when they are ready for love but it finally finishes with her just asking her lover to come away with her you know like a gazelle might so what was all that about it seems a tad odd to have a book about reaching into your lover's opening and banging away in the middle of Bible. Well, some people say it's an allegory for God's love and the relationship between God and Israel, but it isn't. That would be a weird love for God to have for Israel. It's just a bit of smut break before we get into the major prophets, which won't be even slightly sexy. Congratulations on listening to this episode of Better Bible. Start a club and share your favorite moments. Tell your loved ones we're here, and we will save you. Greg Bless. That's really stupid. stupid. <laughs>